my journey started when I was younger, about 14 or 15 years old. My best friend and I, we, we've always hunted. We were all, I grew up hunting. I was, my whole family hunts, mental hunting family. And so I grew up around it. And as far as the dog aspect goes, we always had dogs, but my own pack of hunting dogs came from when I was about 13, 14 years old. My best friend and I, our dads, we all grew up together and we had, we started hunting and I thought it was the coolest thing. And man, I just, I stayed hooked and a lot of people get in and out, but I'm not one of those guys. I, I'm 38 now and I've been doing it since then. And I've always, I've always had dogs and the in and out process with the, a lot of guys is they're just seasonal hunters. I, I mean, I say they're seasonal hunters. There's a lot of people that hunt year round like I do. And I have the luxury to hunt year round, but that's, that's kind of what the dog work and the watching something you've actually made. And I've made a lot of mistakes when I was younger. Hell, I, I thought I had a one track mind and, um, the more I did it, the, the more different and my eyes opened up to different kinds of ways and stuff like that. And I, I dealt with a lot of old timers and, and, um, try to learn as much from them as, as I did from, from anything else. And, that's kind of what benefited me. I mean, I think your, I think your dogs are only going to be as good as the dogs you hunt them with. So if you, if, if you got, if you got trash, your other dog's going to grow up being trash. If you, if you take pride in what you're doing and do it the right way and put them on as many hogs as they can and select your, your process right, then you'll be successful and. A lot of people don't understand that they just want to, they think they want to, they want what everybody else has and they're not willing to, to work for it. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, I've never, I ever had to buy any dogs uh, as far as my cur dogs go. Um, never had to purchase anything. I've always raised around in-house. I've, me and my best friend and I, we've had the luxury to, we have a line of dogs that we kind of keep breeding, and then we might outcross here and there, but it's mainly line bred, and they they work for us, and that's kind of what I stuck with throughout all these years. There's There'll be some little elements here and there as far as maybe something better, but if I breed something, it's going to be it's going to be best of the best, and mm-hmm. and I think that's what uh that's why I have good luck with them and. All the puppies work, and and you got a cohort too, just like just like anything else. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get a full. That's anything, cur dogs, game dogs. You're not gonna get everything coming out just blasting and working like you want them to. You're gonna have your the ones that take longer. You're gonna have the ones that need a little patience. You're gonna have the ones that might not work at all. You just you just have to deal with it when you when you can in stride. Mm-hmm. And hope for the best because, I mean, I'm patient enough now. I used to not be, but I'm. I'm I guess I'm. I was I'm strict now, and I see things a little different because even my wife. My wife helps me tremendously as far as raising pups and putting that that handle on them before I get before I take them take over and take them to the kennel and they, they got to have that get that certain age and everything's raised at the house uh, my little girl Jack Jack with them all the time and if she can't mess with them then I don't want them you know I'm picky and, and, and she'll tell you I'm picky and and I think that I mean you got to be to to have good dogs or whatever and I, I'm a little more pickier on my cur dogs than I am my bulldogs, but but uh, I haven't. I just haven't been doing this for a few years. I've been doing it for a little while, so I kind of know what I want already. As far mm-hmm. as when they get that age, when they start working as their young pups, three, four, five months old, introduce them to pigs, introduce them to 
still letting them be puppies at the same time. I always try to keep that in mind. I want them to, I want them to grow up still being pups. And, um, but they learn a lot of stuff whenever they're, they learn how to use their nose. They learn how to travel, learn how to move around. I like, I like watching them the way they get around and the way they act when you turn them loose and just a bunch of different stuff that all, all those variables kind of go into my selection as far as, as far as when I, when I have a lot breeding in house and I might breed once a year. I might be breed cur dog once every other year. I, I, I don't know. It just depending on what I'm needing at the time. But she, I think I breed one certain jip and this was her last breeding this past year. And I kept all the females out of that litter. And they're versatile dogs. I mean, it's all from a working hog cow dog uh, background, as mm-hmm. far as she is, and the rest of mine are. But uh, they're just so versatile. I sent one up the country, placed one. I don't sell none of those. That, like I said, I usually, if a buddy of mine that I hunt with, I, I just place them either in my circle or I keep them. And uh, one's up north being a blood dog right now i mean it's just they can do whatever they're smart and they're loyal and that's kind of why i keep doing it on that line so just adding a little bit of adding another little maybe outcross here and there but it's 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 gonna be the best you know Mm -hmm. that's kind of how really how i how i go about my cur dog like i said I, i don't no one really has any of them Unless I place them somewhere, but good buddies or guys I hunt with, mm-hmm. but but usually they just they'll stay here until until I figure out their quirks and then they might be suitable for one of my buddies more than me or I mean it just depends on what I see in them mm-hmm. and and like I said my my wife and little one will have their favorites of course, but. At the end of the day, it's still it's still what what is he or she gonna do? You know what 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 they do better, and if they are better, and they'll stick around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you can't get it. Don't happen overnight. You just like I say you got a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. I learned to take that in stride because, like I said, I don't have much, but. You got to nowadays. Right. My cur dogs, it's pretty much a, it's pretty much a, like I said, a line that, that one of my best friends, dad and grandpa started over 40 years ago. It's, they're just, they're, they're regular cur dogs, but they're red. And, um, I know they got a tick of leopard in them down the line, but they're mainly black mouth curs. Mm-hmm. But they were just, they were just, uh, they, they bred out all the, all the quirks. And like he said, he kept, he called, he called hard for years before I was even born. And, um, they kept, they kept around the best that they used every day. And they used, they used them every day as far as work and hunting. And, um, we kind of, we got lucky as far as starting our line off of that program. And, and that's kind of what we, we kept and still do to this day. And as far as my bulldogs, my game dogs, there, I run all old school stuff. I have a lot of old school Jeep Rascal, um, Red Boy Jocko, Chinaman, Blade, uh, Blood, and some old school Eli stuff. I like all the old school stuff. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not real big on new new stuff people kind of can cop together because it's it's usually not proven mm-hmm. and um if it ain't broke don't fix it and uh my my game dog breeding program is it's pretty tight bred it's it is best to the best but it but it is family oriented so i have my old school jeep chinamen that i usually breed together just to them I might outcross a good male that I use 
fork I catched up. I might outcross him with one of a, another good bred female. But other than that, I kind of try to keep the families pretty, pretty uh, bred together and kind of keep keep the tightness going. And mm-hmm. people can do what they want to do after that. But I usually I pick and choose who I sell those two also. I mean, those do some of them do get sold, but. I pick and kind of pick and choose on where those go for dang sure because in you know, wrong hands, people people really, everybody wants a game dog until they got one. Right. Then then they don't then they don't know what they got or it might be too much for them or they don't know how to handle them. And there's all that good. There's a bunch of different stuff that people kind of can get get in a bind with and and like I said, all of these. These dogs got a bad rap anyway, as far as for the wrong reasons. And um, there's there's not a dog on my on my place in my yard that my little girl can't touch or walk up to. There's, mm-hmm. I just uh, I won't have that. I don't. They're not raised like that. They're raised around family, and we jack with them every day. And it's it's a lot of. It's a lot of work, but at the same time, it's rewarding too. I mean, you mm-hmm. you got some of the best dogs in the around, you know that that are good, and and he, and I don't I don't jeopardize that. I don't I don't take it for granted one bit either because mm-hmm. it's just so much crap. Something can happen, you know, one one minute, one yard accident, one sickness. It, it could be anything. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I try to I try to keep it keep everything normal as far as far as my bloods go. Um, a lot of old school stuff that I've said it. If it don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So it's been working for me for years, and I got a lot of them that I use use for hog dogs, and there's some that I use just for uh, females, just for breeding. Um, typically the females are a little smaller than males all the time. So some of them get used and some of them don't, some of them just hang around for breeding purposes and, and, um, all that stuff, but they still get proven. They still get, they still get put on, you know, tested on pigs and, you know, the the rest of the good stuff that you got to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't run any kind of outside from different people. Um, I deal with certain guys that that uh, I've been dealing with, and uh, they're they're good guys, and, and it's 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 kind of a no no bullshit policy, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what we stick to. With you know, those guys are a little different, and and they respect the game, just and so do I. So we we kind of got a good relationship, and and uh, we do do some swapping and trading and different kinds of dogs that might work here if they want to get one proven what I what I do just I mean I, I do like that because it, it makes me feel good because I do use my dogs mm-hmm. and um, I'm pretty much one of the ones that can actually say I can I come down here and, and bump them and get them get them going on pigs and they, and they like that because it's a, it's something versatile for their program also instead of just having the, the certain game program that they got I mean, I have the, pretty much the best of both worlds. I get to hunt every week, mm-hmm. and I get to get them shown, and, and let people see that stuff, and they ask me a bunch of questions, where, who, what, why, how, and all that. And that's kind of what I I like to show them that. I mean, because it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool whenever, whenever you see that big head son of a gun smashing on a pig. That's, that's kind of like... Man, look, look, and it's, they're, they're different too. There's some of them big time different. Some of them, I mean, the mouth, the the temperament, the the game, it's the way they act. Like I said, every one of them, I don't care, every one of them has a quirk. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to kind of learn as you go, actually, with them. And that's kind of why I like to raise them off. You'll know pretty quick, especially as much as I do it or as much as they get to go. And once they're put in the rotation, they get used, and they, and they, uh, you can tell really what they're made of. And a lot of people like to see that because, like I said, there's a lot of people that don't get to go as much, and 
I'm fortunate enough to have some decent places and some big places to go year round. So a lot of hogs. So where I'm from. Do you ever uh, mix your curs and your bulldogs? I don't. Yeah. Simple fact is that if I do do that, guaranteed they'll be too rough. And a lot of people like that. A lot of people like them during grain season, which means, which means when the when the grains up, when they're hunting grain, they like those those cross breeds just to or half breeds just to run in there and catch or something that. Because at the end of grain season, everybody knows that them, them hogs will get smart, especially when they're hunting a lot and they'll want to just run. And those dogs tend to put a lot more mouth on them. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's, it's good for some people, but some people like it, some people don't. And I, I've entertained, I might entertain the thought one time or twice. My buddy, we, we'd talk about it just because if we had one, that would run. Just to joke around, pretty right. much. Right. Was it nothing that, uh, nothing that I had planned? Mm-hmm. now or in the future unless somebody really really was asking but still I, if, if i'm if i'm gonna breed one it's gonna be for a purpose and they're gonna be for using dogs so it, it's gonna be for my purpose also so mm-hmm. i kind of i haven't got to that point yet i like i like the curds that i breed and raised it and they they put enough mouth on them for me anyway mm-hmm. and um that's kind of what i stick to I mean, the cur dogs, they're, they're minor bred to, to hunt, find, find, find hogs, find cattle, find deer, whatever, whichever someone would want to use them for, that's what they're bred for. Mm-hmm. And uh, smart as a whip. And I like those because the difference in that, the dogs that I breed, is... It's just pretty much the go, the drive. I, I, I don't, I can't stand the dog just to hang around and, and kind of hang out and not try, at least try mm-hmm. to do something. You know, I, I like, I like a cur dog that goes and gets away, gets out of my face, gets gets out from under my feet. I like one that stays ahead. I, I, that's just kind of what every. I mean, it's a, it's it's different. Whenever I don't, I don't hunt with a lot of people, so I don't know what a lot of people have. I don't, I know what I have and what maybe one or two of my buddies have. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so, as far as me judging somebody, they, they might have some that stay in tight that only hunts right in the headlights, and then they say, you know, they're gone and, and they're solid strike dogs. It's just, but if I'm going to have one, I want one. Where I can road hunt, forecast, or go off the versatile dog. That, and that's and that's what I breathe. There's there's not one here at at my house on my yard that can't do all that. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of what I look for as far as and puppies are not going to do it right off the bat. It, it, it's going to take time. It's just going to take a it's going to take a lot of hogs. I mean, the dogs, the cur dogs. The, the, they can't learn nothing at the house. Is what I say. You got to take them and you got to you got to keep them in halls. A lot of people hunt a lot. A lot. There's a lot of guys that I see on uh, social media um, that might that might hunt more than I do. I mean, I, I think I hunt a lot. My, my wife doesn't have time to hunt too much, but <laughs> there, there's there's reasons why reasons for the madness is because i mean if, if i got young dogs i'm gonna put them on as many hogs as i can my best friend is the same way he we were anal we actually had to talk about it last night it, we're anal about is like we're comparing you you can right now we had this you cannot compare the year and a half old dogs we have right now to anybody else's year and a half old dogs mm-hmm. how many hogs are under their belt what they're doing how they're doing um the drive, the 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 go, the stay, um, just pretty much, you know, they're 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 doing really good, and and they're we're think you know wanting to try to repeat the same thing as far as the breeding goes. So, I mean, I I, I like it, and then as far as uh, my bulldogs go. They're really, 
really, really nice as far as their temperament. I like them because I can take them anywhere. Um, I can take them anywhere. I can put them in with other dogs. I mean, I ain't got to worry about them. If, if they're fighting or something, or if they're booger barking at each other from another box, I mean, it, it's something's going, it might have a female to do with it or something like that, but they're not going to, I can keep them together in the dog box. I can hum together. They're not going to fight each other. They're not, like I said, they weren't raised like that. I, I don't ever give them a chance to. So I had, I've had, knock on wood, very good luck with them. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people say different things, but I kind of know what I can and can't do with them. I got one I would put in with another dog as far as after catching a hog because he kind of stays pretty wound up for a little while mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. And um, his his drive is like pretty much, it's like no other. It stays peaked for a while. So you got to kind of watch what you do as far as handling him. Uh, putting him in a situation where he might possibly get after something else. So you got to kind of just know what, when, and where to do all that. Mm-hmm. And the difference in mine, I mean, like I said, it is uh, they get used. They, they, they know the routine. It, it might take a, a trip or two. It might take a hog or two. But once you keep them steady and, and get them placed on how you want them on the head, man, you sky's the limit. It just depends on it. They're only gonna they're only gonna get better. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what I what I breed them for. And there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that I and it's and it's crappy to say this, but it's true. Um, there's a lot of people I won't sell to. There's there's a lot of people that. No, I'm not saying that they're bad dog men or whatever or bad hunters or whatever. It's just that I, I don't think that dog would be the right would be in the right situation with with say a person. Mm-hmm. If I if I was to tell them, man, no, I'm sorry, I can't, I ain't gonna, don't have anything for sale or whatever. And that might not be the reason, but but um, I dang sure don't want to get get the dog a bad name or a kennel a bad name either, especially if someone doesn't know how to handle a dog. So I've got some up, up the country in Colorado being a personal protected working with that. There's quite a few of them went to hog, hog hunters, but, uh, one actually was pretty cool. He's, uh, he's up there in Colorado, uh, North of Denver that, um, he sends me pics and videos of him. Uh, updates on him and he's they're 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 smart they're sharp they're not your average bulldog that's for sure and he's got them it's easy to do one-on-one if you have you know one or two dogs i wish i sometimes i wish i had just one or two dogs i could <laughs> give a little more attention to him you know but but um he he's doing a really good job with him and as far as personal protection is that little guy's mouth goes it pups are about five six months old right now and one we have here, he's already potty trained. He, he's he's house broke. I mean, my little girl loves him. I, I can't even leave him outside. She wants him in. She wants to play with him. But that's that's how we raise them first. If we're going to use them and, and keep them around, that's I mean, that's how they go through the process. And that's the difference. That's the, the temperament and the the attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dogs are different. Some dogs are different, but it's only when they get older. If you put them in a certain situation, he, you, you don't do it like that when you're when they're puppies. Um, I let them be puppies for a while, and it and it tends to work out a little better for me. My selection process, like I said, on the cur dogs, it's pretty. That's pretty strenuous, and the longevity is, of it is a, a while. Mm-hmm. I. Like I said, I breed. I breed a certain jip a year, maybe every other year, um, and usually I keep most of the litter. And they, uh, uh, the other ones get placed. Um, so either one of my good one of my good friends or um, 
another one of my buddies, just to a hunting home. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't ever sell them. I, I don't. I don't make any money off my curds. I just. I. Uh, that takes a while. I'm really picky on that. And like I said, I, I want something. Molly says I'm too picky, but that's just kind of what you gotta. What you gotta do. Mm-hmm. I like to. I like them. I like the ones that that aren't worried about anything else but working. And and you and it's hard to explain if you if you don't see it. A lot of guys might know, and ladies might know what I'm talking about. Um, but all they want to do is work. All they want to do is get into something. All they want to do is is uh, be where the action's at. That's 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 what I like. Also, that's what I look for. Um. I like one that's kind of outgoing, barks at every every dang thing in the yard. Um, horses come up, cows come up. Ain't, ain't, I like them. I'm gonna let them. I'll I'll do the cleaning up and tuning when they start going to the woods. But but I like that. I want them banging on, being puppies, having fun, banging on everything. Mm-hmm. Let them do it for a little bit. And the ones that that start a little slower. Might be your better dogs. Actually, the the ones that start a little faster might be the ones that burn out real quick. And what I mean by burning out is you're starting off really heavy, really fast, really good right off the bat, and then just kind of go cold. And then them dogs that coming on later sometimes tend to pass them up as far as longevity use and tend to have a lot more bottom to them. From just from what I've seen, and it might be different in other people's cases, but but uh, I've noticed and I've raised different, both kinds, and just like I said, some of them are just better than others. That's it, but still work. I mean, it's what I like, and they a lot of them go to some of them go to cows, some of them some of them stay on hogs, but but uh, the picking process on the cur dogs is a, is long 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 bulldogs people people tend to say oh they're either gonna work or they're not one of the two you know you, you always hear that from different guys that don't know pretty much they're just kind of stuck in their way but man it's just it that's a it's another process that you like too because bulldogs are they're they're gonna be finished growing picked out you know you got it takes two years, you know, for mm-hmm. a game dog to really get get all this stuff out. And, and uh, we had one that didn't start working till late and he ended up, he's still coming on good and he's almost two now. I mean, and the rest of these guys over here, they're four or five month old pups already, already uh, smashing on little hogs and stuff like that. It just depends on how and what they want to do. I mean, you, you can't. You can't change the game. Is all you can do is just sharpen it, mm-hmm. and either they got it or they don't. And game dogs, there's a lot of them that have more than others. But my selection process on males is totally different than females. It's uh, I like a female cur dog. Um, I like a male catch dog. If I was to have a choice, mm-hmm. and as far as what's what I'm using, as far as what's in my box, as far as what I'm going to use on the hall, that, that's that's what I'm going to use, mm-hmm. and uh, that's pretty much what I like doing. And they'll show you what what they want to do and what what they uh, what they're capable of. I always have, I always keep hogs here to test them on, and just uh, they have. Once they once they're ready, they'll let you know. I don't I don't force anything on on any of them. Mm-hmm. They'll let you. They let they let me know when they're ready, and then we'll start working on it. They won't start working. Once they show me that, we'll start working on it. But they all get an opportunity, and they all, like I said, some of them better than others. Some of them start off earlier than others. And the the key is not to get discouraged on something that's working faster than another one because like you said the ones that's coming on later liable to be a better dog it just it just depends you never know Mm -hmm. 
But game dogs tend to, you got to choose that selection later. And I think, in my opinion, a lot of guys use use the Bulldogs a lot younger than what they should. But as far as uh, teeth and mouth getting set all the way, and they wonder why they, they got broken canines and no, no, you know, no teeth. And then the next thing you know, they're selling. They, they can't use them no more. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I avoid. I, once I have something here, I, I don't, I really, I, I don't really get rid of it, especially if I'm using it. And like I said, all, the only thing that, that leaves here with might, might be puppies. I, but once they're here and once I've messed with them and once I've, I've uh, worked with them and spent some time with them, and I'm using them, and they're in the rotation. They're usually not leaving. Mm-hmm. That's what I like, but it takes a while. It sure does. Right. The the cur dogs is said pretty pretty right here in in house. I uh I have a bay pen, mm-hmm. and I I keep hogs. I keep hogs year round, and that's the same thing as like I said. The bulldogs, they they uh they let you know when they're ready. I don't I, I don't force anything. I got some little dogs that my my wife's house dogs and little crazy Jack Russells. They they ain't scared of anything. <laughs> they're 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 the lion killers around here. And and um I use them. They go over there and yap at them, and they'll start them puppies sometimes. And sometimes that's all you need is just a, some something else, a little little helpful little trigger to trigger them and once they start you just pull the other ones away and let them start doing it on their own and i once they start i usually try to do it i let them out every day or every other day on my days off every day but if i'm working it's it might be one time in the evening or on every other day i let them go bear on that pen it's just keep their mind fresh and and keep it on a hog once they get to that age of where i start hauling them that's I try to, I don't put them on the ground right away because that's, a, that's usually a train wreck because I hunt around a bunch of cows and a bunch of deer and a bunch of exotics and it's, it, it's, it's never good. And so I usually turn them to, turn them to the bays a few times just to kind of put them on hogs in the woods, something different. We're not at the house. We're out of their comfort zone and see how they take it. And, and you'll, you'll pretty much tell and they'll let you know. And and after that, once they get of where you think that you're handling it, there's a lot of places where I go that that don't have any cows, and I'll put them down, let them run, and um, let them run with the older dogs. And I got a bunch of tattletale dogs. If something's messing up, which it's usually not the case, or if that puppy's messing up, if them older dogs come back to me, then something's going on. So I'm there's luxury of having that. And then all the all the technology nowadays, the systems, they all got toners, shockers, everything on them. You know, you can pretty much train one without saying a word, you know. And um, once once they get rolling, I mean, you just kind of, if they start early and start fast, and I just take them on, just put them on hogs. It's, it's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Just keep rolling with them. As, as many hogs is better, and, and you'll see a change. You you might not be able to, or you might not think you are, but you'll you'll dang sure see a change. And a lot of guys have uh, big wooded bay pens that they take them to. You know, I mean, I don't I don't have one of those. I wish I did. It's pretty cool. But once they get that that stage, I use I'm usually just hauling them anyways. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs, I don't. I'll start them here at the house, get them catching where I want them, how I want them. If I gotta do some replacing, uh, some starting over, sometimes it just kind of depends on the dog. I usually don't start taking them to after their adult teeth start coming down and getting set pretty good about a year and a half old, mm-hmm. and I'll start hauling them. And putting them on, putting them on. Usually, let them go to bays or squirrels. Once they know what's at the end of that bay, 
it's usually it's usually repetitious from there. The only thing about them younger bulldogs is sometimes if the head's full, they might not catch the ear every time. They might move down to a jaw. They might move down or move to a nose. They might drop down to a leg. And you don't want that. You always got to. When, when I'm taking younger dogs, it's all about the dog. And it's all about the training. Mm-hmm. And I might, I'll control the hog first, but then I'm working on that dog. I'm going to have to break him off or reset him. or It just depends on how they're doing. And sometimes it, you, don't, you don't have to. But but if something's wrong, I fix it right then and there. It's not I'm not gonna oh it's okay, you know, let it slide. That's when that's when bad habits form. And if you let yourself and let them dogs make bad habits, then that's when they create and then they then they wanna know why they're doing it. So a lot of guys don't understand it because you're letting it, you know. I try to fix it right there on the spot. And have pretty good luck with it so i that's pretty much on how the the younger dogs work the cur dogs like i said takes a lot longer right as far as kind of what i like and kind of get them rolling how i want them but uh once they're there man you're 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 happy just to see dog work i I like i like watching dog work so it's it's fun for me to see the progress and the, the changes and the way they start using their nose after a few hogs under their belt and the different ways they carry themselves and how they want to work, how they want to do good and how, how they, uh, how they act around a bunch of hogs, how they tend to roll over on their own. Once you start getting something like that, as far as being a natural like that, you you got something Mm -hmm. and you gotta, you gotta kind of keep them going. What is the, the, the most, uh, common misconception about a cur dog the most common misconception is that they all work mm-hmm. no they don't mm-hmm. as far as nowadays everybody says they have a cur dog nowadays mm-hmm. and they the different bloods and the, and the different stuff that they put in there it, nothing's bred for Nothing. There's only a few people that I know that that breed for ability, best of the best, um, and I'm one of them. And some other guys might breed. A lot of these guys I don't deal with at all. Some guys might breed for looks. Some guys might breed for the bloodline, paperwork. Same thing on a bulldog. Right? It's it's. I don't care how you how you cut it and slice it. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, it's the same thing. If 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 you got such and such on this bloodline top side, and you got such and such on this bloodline on her bottom side, oh man, what you know? They asking a thousand questions, regardless of whether the dogs are proven or not, or daddy and mama proven, or the grandparents proven. What is this dog produced? You know, that's just kind of the way I see it. The misconception is, is that they, a lot of people breed for the wrong purposes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's pretty aggravating to me sometimes. And, it's, and I know my my game dog buddies, they, it, 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 it eats them up because they breed best to the best. They breed to a producer that produces, you know, champions, produces, you know, workers, you know, using good, using dog. That's, that's what they breed. And you're not going to get any kind of results, positive results, just breeding for the color of a dog or for a paperwork. You know, it's just, you're not, it's not going to happen. You you might get lucky. I'll tell you that you might get lucky. Right. But a lot of, a lot of these guys that have been hunting for years, um, and been using dogs for years, been in the game for years, they're, they're, they'll tell you the same thing. They're not. They they breed best of the best. That's that's pretty much how a lot of stuff was made. Mm-hmm. And sometimes best of the best, seven, eight, ten generations ago, didn't look good on paper. But they produce so good now. Mm-hmm. The four or five gen, seven, six, seven gen now. That's all 
That's all. It's all line bred because it was so good that they bred best of the best. So they just started breeding brothers and sisters, um, brothers and half sisters. You know, just the same family, mm-hmm. and that's how you get all these hybrid, highfalutin dogs nowadays. What would you say the biggest misconception about the uh, the game bred dogs is? Same. 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 Mm-hmm. That that they're bred for. They're bred. They're bred. I don't care how you slice it. They're they're all the paperwork. Those guys look at that first. And as far as paying big money for dogs that are just bred with names on them, um. Man, I, I still and I and I do like you said, like I said a while ago that they might breed because they match in color or they're or they're uh, such and such or whatever is out of oh his grandpa's this or whatever. No, you gotta, you still gotta breed best of the best. And they might be kin. They're gonna be kin somewhere down the line. The way I do it, they're gonna be kin somewhere down the line. The same families. But I'm not going to breed anything that's not proven right. at all, mm-hmm. whatsoever. I can't do that to myself. I, I couldn't do that to different people mm-hmm. um, because nowadays, like I said, the, these guys, all they're worried about is the paperwork. A lot of guys that I deal with don't even have paperwork on a lot. Of, they know the, the bloodline and, and the registry, but that, that's, it's not important to them, mm-hmm. you know? And that's kind of, I do just because for kennel purposes, yes, all of mine are registered. Yes, I I do have paperwork on everything, but that's just for kennel purposes. These other guys, some of these game dog guys, they could care less about a, a paperwork, mm-hmm. you know, the, and, and when they breed them, they're keeping all the puppies anyway, so. It really don't matter. It's hard to get inside how they really, really, the mastermind behind all that is, I mean, it's, those guys think a lot different. They, it's future, future is what they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. I mean, I, I do the same thing, but I, I don't, I'm not to that extreme. Like I said, I, I use my dogs for hunting purposes and, that's pretty much what those what what I do, and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people that still misconception the the game bred dog is is to be mean, um, uh, aggressive, you know the whole you know what I mean the mm-hmm. whole the whole works as far as a bad name, but mm-hmm. I uh, I don't see it I, I don't see it it's all how you bring them up still. You'll have some hotter than others for danger, but it's all how you bring them up. Mm-hmm. Big believer in that. As far as as far as cur dogs, I've there's been a lot of younger cats that have came and gone through uh, through me. That's it's the, the most frustrating part about it, man. Is that is that for one, they think they know everything, and I don't. And I dang sure don't know everything. And I don't tend. I don't preach to know everything, but I've been around. I've paid attention a lot. And it, and as far as whenever you try and help them, like you said, like wanting to breed, you know, they have maybe maybe they have a good dog, maybe they have two good dogs, but still just wanting to breed for that for that look or that or that color or just. They still do it. I mean, it's just and it's frustrating because you might he might have one good dog. Oh, well, my little buddy over here's got another. Oh, he, she's a pretty yellow dog too. I think we're gonna breed her. Why? You know, for for, for what? Mm-hmm. You know, they just that whole deal is those guys want too fast and they're they're not patient. And as far as game dogs go, there's there's no youngsters that that I deal with at all um and if they was to get in to the game game bed dogs I'd 
I definitely just try and just tell them, man, just li- listen to what people tell you. Listen to what the folks got to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can, you can do things the wrong way and you can do things the right way. And that's one thing that, that I'm really big on. I want, I want, I don't like for someone to call me, hey, uh, Oh, I don't. I don't think this dog is gonna make it. Well, the first thing you're saying is why, you know, and that's that's exactly what they're gonna run into because, you know, if you if you don't spend the time and do it right and try to make your program the best program it can be, at the end of the day, if 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 you're questioning what you're doing, it's 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 not gonna be right. Mm-hmm. You got to stay hooked. You got to. It's it's a long process i mean i'm I'm feeding 38 dogs right now Mm -hmm. and it's 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 every day you know you hear every day we we can't go to we go we can't go take my little girl out during the weekend i gotta line somebody up to you know feed all these suckers you know for two days and and all that stuff i mean we just there's something you do without but it just depends on how bad you want it or not if they were serious about it, I'd dang sure try and help any. I try to help anybody, but mm. it just depends on if they want to listen, man. Some, like I said about the cur dog deal and hunting, and I've had young guys come around here and there, but they hear what they want to hear at the end of the day. Right. Biggest challenge. I say the biggest challenge is as far as not right now. I mean, I've got two gyps bred right now. That the challenge will be when when everything's starting to have pups. Mm-hmm. That's whenever it gets kind of hectic and it gets kind of where you gotta. And like I said, thank God for my wife because that's. I dang sure couldn't do everything without her. Um, she, you know, you checking on them two or three times a day and um, just making sure that the mamas are not laying on them. I mean, it's, it's just constant. You're just constantly, constantly, constantly looking, looking. And then, and these two, the, the worst thing about it is these two are first time mamas. So who knows how they're going to act. They might flip out. They might be very good moms. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we always hope for the best, but the challenge is, is when the puppies come because two litters at a time, that, that's, that's pretty rough. <laughs> and just recently had a two litter, you know, at a time kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that sucked. I mean, thank God it was during the winter time because, mm-hmm. There's never a good time. It's either hot or it's cold down here. One of the two. <laughs> so it, there's it, the challenges is having too many puppies at one time. I think and mm-hmm. thank God, like mother, my cur puppies, they're they're older now, or you know, not so much tedious attention. But but it's when them it's when them mama start having babies is when it's crunch time for a cur dog. What do you think is the ideal height, weight, and structure? What are you looking for? Or is it just all about workability? Cur dog, that's a hard one because it's it should be all about workability mm-hmm. to me, I think. Um, I, uh, I really, the dogs that I breed, the males are usually around 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, little leg to them um the females tend to be 35 45 45ers uh, just all gas mm-hmm. no no quit just but that's just kind of common in a cur dog uh bulldogs my males are chain weight anywhere from anywhere from 50 to 64 pounds just depending, I don't really like a big, big dog. Um, I take that back. I think Buddha's about, yeah, Buddha's about 64, 65. And the females, they're roughly anywhere from 35 to 45. Mm-hmm. And all these females are, that 
are on my yard are pretty similar and pretty uh, common as far as height, build, and weight. Um, like I said, it's me. I think it's you know I can put I can put a male over one big male over over a, a small female, but I, I really I kind of try to be consistent with the the size of the dog is when I'm breeding. If I find if it, she's a little bit smaller, I'm gonna breed her to a little bit smaller male at first. You know, I'm not gonna try to kill her by any means. But the ideal man, your catch dog, you're you're one that you can hold your own is around a 55 pounder man. He's that's as solid as they come. Mm-hmm. And they're always bulkier than a cur dog for dang sure. But but uh, my cur dogs don't stay very fat. They I don't I don't like them very fat. I feed them good feed, so I don't have to feed them a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I don't uh, I don't like a fat dog. I, I won't. I just. They need to be able to move around and not get so hot on me. <clears throat> My puppies get fed regular, uh, either Victor or Diamond Puppy Chow, twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. They'll get. I'm feeding four pups, bulldog pups right now. They'll get, they'll get probably a, a cup and a half in the morning and a cup and a half in the evening. Um. My bigger, my older, bigger dogs, they'll all get fed. They get fed once in the evening every day. They'll get fed probably two cups once a, once a day. I don't, I don't overfeed, but I feed good food, so they don't, I don't need much. I think I like the puppy child fur puppies. That's what they're for. It's what it's for, mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't stop feeding them puppy chow until they're about six, seven, eight months old. Then I'll start mixing the big dog food with them. Mm-hmm. And then I'll kind of slowly bring them into that full big dog food um, stage when they're about a year old. My bulldogs are so athletic. Mm-hmm. They're so light on their feet. They're, they're, they're just, they all think that they're just, I mean, everybody, and that's another misconception, just big fat slobs that just go in there and waddle in there and catch a hog. There ain't nothing there ain't no waddling about these. They're 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 athletes. They're they're uh I mean they're just they're fast. They're 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 quick. They're I mean they, they can move on a drop of a hat. I mean they're, they're anything what a cur dog can do, these bulldogs can do, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Except for fighting hog. But I'm talking about Mobility and moving around right. and agility and agility. The cur dogs I got, I breed, they, and I like it because they got a lot of lung to them. And uh, when I say that, I mean they, they don't get as hot as fast or, or mm-hmm. like some other dogs get tired as quick or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I I like that. And then different traits as far as throwing it in a bulldog too, like. This dog might have a trait that that this dog's lacking, but they're both really, really awesome dogs. You're, you're gonna put all of them combined in one. I mean, that's that's kind of pretty much what you what you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, there's there's no way there's I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Why 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 don't you want um, why don't you want the the best of both worlds, you know? Right. The, the way I see it, I mean, every, everybody wants a everybody wants a good dog, so mm-hmm. make one. Right. But that's yeah. The, the, as far as the the size and everything, and athletic ability and all that, it's 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 the same. It's like I said, these these bulldogs are just as much athletes, if not more than. And a lot of these cur dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody down here from the south, they they know pretty much know what I'm talking about as far as uh, how humid and hot, trying to 
having to hunt in the middle of the middle of the night and all that stuff just kind of uh mosquitoes are terrible mm-hmm. summertime when it rains a bunch um rattlesnakes everywhere all that good stuff yeah. uh thorns thorns in every bush pretty much I've hunted worse spots. I mean, there's some places like some places with more cactus than others. Some places not. Just depending on where you go. But yeah, the, the everything like they said, everything got a thorn on it down here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about the gear that you use on your dogs? And yeah, they're all. I got a lot of. I got a guy that I get a guy in Florida. Swamp Dog makes makes my vest for me custom, and uh, I get my Garmin protectors from him as well. And I love them. I, I mean, the as far as the uh, the flexibility, the the lightness, the uh, able able to him to move around. I, a buddy, a couple of buddies of mine from. Louisiana told me about him, and, and uh, I've had some before. And ended up giving him a call, and his, he's just he's helpful. He'll answer the phone. Um, something's not right, he'll fix it. And uh, I like it because they're not thick. They're not bulky. The, the dogs can still move. They're just pretty much uh, what you want. Everything of mine don't hit the ground without a tracking collar um, I run I run all that I run the alpha the new system I mean I I mean hell when things come a long ways since right. before with the old beep beep system that's for sure <laughs> but as far as yeah as far as that like I said the Bulldogs they they all get vests and protectors and stuff like that they're all try to take care of them they're all protected my mentors in the game it had to be well honestly and and there's a there's a lot of bulldog guys that I listen to don't get me wrong my friends Mm -hmm. um but as far as hunting wise I get more out of listening to well we have these talks and it's just usually whenever we're hunting by ourselves it's probably like I might sound uh, everybody has that, that that one buddy or whatever that, that y'all usually talk about the stuff the right way mm-hmm. and he's he's pretty much we have talks serious talks sometimes he can get serious as far as I think every time we do, we hash out some stuff that's that's really real. And uh, if I have a question, I I'll ask him. And if uh, if it's about hunting and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, it has to be probably probably one of my good buddies. And um, as far as bulldogs go. There's a couple of there's a couple of guys that, that I'll ask um, that they've that they've been around a while and, mm-hmm. and know know the game and uh, they're pretty they're pretty truthful with me as far as the serious side because there's a lot of cats that won't do that for you they they don't want they 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 don't want you getting up or hand on their game you know it's just the the game dog world is so. I hate to say it, but it, it's it's bad. I mean, it's 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 pretty tough out there. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody's so mad all the time over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I noticed. But that. Mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 you don't you don't get you don't get from so the hunting guys they're you know the cur dog guys a bunch of good old boys that that just like to hunt you know. And yes, everybody thinks that they have the best dogs, and 
And, and they have their own right to think that because they, they put in time and they put in a lot of work and all that stuff. But they all got their one person that that they that helped them, that they remember, that they talked to. Mm-hmm. And and, I, and that's <clears throat> and for me, that's one of my, my buddies that, that I go hunting with all the time on a regular. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've had the luxury of, of that's where the cur dog line came from was from his family and we've had the luxury of having starting out with a lot of better stuff than a lot of other guys would dream to have you know Mm -hmm. and that's kind of why we still we still see eye to eye and we and we we have the same interest and the same goals and and um our kids go hunting with us together and i mean it's just kind of just trying to get the best lined up for them, you know. But as far as that goes, yeah, it's, I'd rather deal with the cur dog side of it than, than game dog right. side of that any day of the week as mm-hmm. far as asking stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What's your uh, morning and evening routine with your dogs? What does that look like? In the mornings, the puppies get fed around daylight and uh, – They'll get fresh water, and if I, depending on how I feel that morning, deciding to wash the kennels out or not, and then uh, everything else gets checked, and then after that, in the evening time, it's uh, letting puppies out to play and fresh water and uh, and getting ready to feed and all the supplements and vitamins and get just getting everything ready for the big dogs and as far as if there's females checking them and you know making sure something's not in heat that you missed or you know stuff like that and and, and as far as that goes we as a family my wife and my little we all we're all out there we all we all know what you know usually what we're doing and what we're gonna do and who's doing what and that really helps because it makes it makes cuts down feed from an hour to thirty minutes. That's for sure. Supplement side is the biggest deal. I don't want to get into too much of what I do with my curds or my bulldogs. It's just that I I don't like well my wife doesn't and my little girl can't. But I, as far as if I gotta administer something, medicine or or some kind of supplement or or anything, I, I try to do it myself. So the certain dogs that got to have that done to is uh, usually the ones that I deal with. Mm-hmm. My chain spots get raked pretty much every other day. Um, fresh water when it's cold. I'm in the process of getting some new houses. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get some some better better house. Everybody's got barrels, you know, and, and uh that's all well and good, but but uh, as far as I want things uniform, um, something bigger. This last freeze, man, it was it was it was rough on on every a lot of things. And I ain't saying it just like nothing. We thank God, you know, we didn't lose dang, we didn't lose anything. But man, that that freeze. That was hard on a lot of animals. Yeah, you guys aren't used to that kind of temperature, and Mm-mm. you're not. Nothing's built for it down there. No. Right, right. So I was after that kind of opened my eyes, and I was kind of looking into some more insulated mm-hmm. housing for the ones that are on the chains. Um. Obviously, the ones in the kennels. I mean, hell, we we hate them every day. We, we you know, hay, wood chip. Blanketed. I mean, we did, we did what we could before we went to bed for dang sure. Um, but yeah, it makes you makes you want to think about what else to give. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Did, well, I think I have the two best breeds on my yard right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. well, dogs and game birds. But I think dang good question. What looks cool to me, and I like it, and I'm not a, and I'm not a, 
by any means a little dog guy, but mm-hmm. I'd like to have some of those little Jack Terriers and those little crazy, like some ones a little bigger than them, maybe like some Patterdales or some mm-hmm. Jack Terriers or, and just hunt with a whole bunch of them. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. They know no quit. They're rough. I think they're cool dogs. They, they got that little man syndrome. And uh, they're mad at everything. And like I said, my my wife's Jack Russells are right along that line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're rough, but I think I, I like their attitude. I like uh, I like their no no bull attitude. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, most but I dang sure don't want a yard full of man. I, <laughs> I tell you, I, I bet you that'd be crazy. Cause I just because I like the energy. Like yeah. I, I like the, I like the energy they put off. Like I said, um, they're versatile and they're some of the smartest curs I've been around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I can't say they can't do anything because mm-hmm. I, I, I would never say that because it's all in the, it's all in what you want to show them. And I was so impressed with. Them, that one pup that I sent up the country to, to be a blood dog to start on, on deer. Um, that little sucker at three or four months old loading up in a truck, front seat, um, taking blood track, taking fake fake blood track, taking drags, uh, putting something at the end of it, working his nose so good that I was, man, I was, I was really, really happy with the uh, and I'm really happy with the way that that he's raising that dog. I, I know the guy. Obviously, he's a he's a friend of mine that mm-hmm. we go hunting with sometimes up up there with in a on a big game ranch. And he's just that's what if a man wants to do that, I I'd recommend him being the only dog or maybe the other dog, not having a lot of dogs. Because if you show him a lot of attention and you tell him what you want him to do. And everything's repetitious. The sky's the limit. Honestly, yeah, the sky's the limit because they're 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 so versatile and they're so smart that I, I can't uh, I can't say that they're not they won't be good for anything. And they're fast. They're like you said. They're they're uh, legier dogs. Or they can they can probably do anything if you if you show them. that breeding that I did that's why I kept all the females is just that was probably well that obviously that was her last litter but um that was probably I was more excited about that than than some of the previous litters that she had had just because of the of the way we did that cross and the way uh I mean she has the puppies inside so they, they don't go outside until they're four or five weeks I mean they just Everything was right about that litter. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to, like I said, I wouldn't put a dog in a situation with a man with a bunch of dogs unless that they're going for hogs or cows or something like that. But if you show one-on-one attention, you, you, you got your dog. Mm-hmm. 